When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Welcome back to Rams Up, your Los Angeles Rams podcast. We're a proud member of the Pigskin Podcast Network. We'll cover just about any SoCal sports team, but we're mostly about your Los Angeles Rams. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Welcome back, everyone. This is our Rams-Cardinals preview. Two divisional rivals meeting up in week three in Arizona. This is a big game, extremely important. Both teams coming in at one and one. So coming up next, a complete preview of that game. My fearsome four keys to the game and predictions as well. And after that, we'll look back at how I did with my Week two straight up game picks, and I'll have my week three picks, of course. Now, before we get into the preview, a lot of roster movement. The Rams have placed quarterback Troy Hill and guard Tremaine Ankrum Jr. on injured reserve. Ankrum out for the year. This is already a little bit of old news, right? Mentioned that in our YouTube drop. But Troy Hill, a bit of a surprise. The groin injury. I think the Rams just want to play it safe, according to Sean McVay. They're going to sideline him for at least four games and then bring him back. I think it's partly due to the fact that the Rams feel so good about their secondary at this point, but Troy Hill will definitely be missed. The Rams also promoted guard Ode Abushi from the practice squad. This guy's got a lot of experience. Ten years with the Jets, Texans, Seahawks, Cardinals, Lions, and Chargers. 63 career starts with Brian Allen sidelined, Ankrum out, and of course Logan Bruss out for the year as well. That interior line lacking in depth, so they move Abushi to the 53-man roster. The Rams also signed edge rusher Tack McKinley to their 53-man roster, signed him off the Titans practice squad. This is a guy that was drafted in the first round, 26 overall in 2017 by the Falcons, And he's had a somewhat productive career, but didn't live up to that first round draft position, though. But he has 20 career sacks. The Rams maybe not quite happy with their edge rushers at this point as far as getting at the quarterback. If nothing else, he provides depth until Daniel Hardy is ready to go. The Rams also signed guard center Max Skura to the practice squad. Again, some insurance on the interior here. He has 65 career starts, Ravens, Dolphins, and Giants on his resume. He started 14 games for the Giants last year. And another addition to the practice squad, defensive end Zach Van Valkenburg to the practice squad. Undrafted rookie out of Iowa, 6'4", 263. Hey, I don't know anything about this guy, but I love his name. Want to hear that sack called Van Valkenburg. 
Love it. Rams released long snapper Matt Overton. He had just been added to the practice squad because Matt Orzek was banged up. And they also waived a guy a lot of us liked, defensive back Daniel Isom with an injury settlement. And late breaking news, Bryson Hopkins suspended for three games, violating the substance abuse program the NFL has in place. That may explain why Jacob Harris was activated last week. Maybe the Rams saw this coming. Maybe they had a hint that Hopkins was in trouble. But on the other hand, you know, McVay, like a month ago, six weeks ago, said that Jacob Harris' tight end experiment was over. Uh, Maybe that's not the case anymore. Desperate times lead to desperate measures. Jacob Harris, the new backup tight end, or is he? I mean, the Rams also have Roger Carter and Jared Pinckney on their practice squad. Either of them could be activated. But I'm not sure how important this really is. Ben Skowronik lining up at fullback. Tyler Higby, really the only tight end we need at this point. So I don't know how significant this is. It's more of a depth issue. But the number of Rams that are unavailable at this point, no significant hits, knock on wood here, but a lot of little ones between Bobby Brown and Bryson Hopkins suspended, Kyron Williams and Troy Hill and Daniel Hardy, hopefully on short-term IR, Brian Allen on the roster but unable to play, Ankrum and Bruss out for the year, Van Jefferson hasn't played it down yet, Need to get through a couple of weeks with no more hits. That would make me happy. And one other quick note, Brandon Whiteley, the edge outside linebacker, has been signed off the Rams practice squad by the Kansas City Chiefs. A lot of roster churn, nothing real significant. Kobe Durant, by the way, is also a little banged up, and he's day-to-day. So I'll talk about that in my fearsome four keys to the game. Secondary may be stretched a little thin, It's a good thing we're deep there, but maybe it's time. If Durant can't go, Robert Rochelle is going to have to step up. I imagine Darion Kendrick will be active for the first time. This is a good week for DeAndre Hopkins to be out, that's for sure. So we'll be back in a minute with our preview of the Ram-Cardinal game. And then, of course, our week three straight-up game picks. And hey, before we get to that, please check out our YouTube channel, subscribe, like those videos, get some discussions going. We welcome that. We've been dropping one or two or three videos a week on there. Check it out. Lots of good stuff. When I have spare time on my hands, one of the things I like to do to relax and chill is get on YouTube and listen to some of my favorite bands, live performances from back in the day. Just a great way to relax. And when I do so, I use my Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. Optimized gel tips, and they have a perfect in-ear fit. They give you 8 hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. They have three customizable sound profiles, earbud tap functions, and noise isolation. Go to buyraycon.com today and use code TPPN15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code TPPN15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com, code TPPN15.
time to look at this week three matchup, the Rams at the Cardinals, a team we've become very familiar with and very successful against. Series record, Rams lead 47 wins, 39 losses with two ties. Last time they played, that was a fun game. Rams 34, Cardinals 11 in the divisional round of the playoffs. Rams really destroyed the Cardinals in that game. Kyler Murray struggling like we've never seen him struggle before. It was a sight to see. Memorable games, and I've gone back to this over and over again. Every time the Rams play the Cardinals, I bring up this game. Sorry, it's just the game I remember. December 27th, 1975, the Rams beat the Cardinals 35-23 to in the playoffs. That was Ron Jaworski versus Jim Hart. Man, there was some talent on the field that day. How about some names here in addition to Hart and Jaworski? On the Cardinals side, Mel Gray, Dan Deerdorf, Conrad Dobler, the meanest player ever, perhaps, Terry Metcalf, Roger Worley, remember him? And on the Rams side, wow, Jack Youngblood, one of my favorite all-time players, Dave Elmendorf, Fred Dreyer, Harold Jackson, Dennis Hara, Tom Mack, one of the best interior offensive linemen ever, Lawrence McCutcheon, Isaiah Robertson, the great linebacker. And how about this guy, John Capaletti, the Heisman Trophy winner and the guy with the best Heisman speech ever. Head coach Cliff Kingsbury, fourth year. First year out of the gate, 5, 10, and 1, 20, and 20. The Cardinals were 8, and 8. Last year, 11, and 6, after looking like the best team in the league in the first half of the season. Come to think of it, they kind of looked like the Bills, right? Kind of fell apart on them. Key players for the Cardinals, well, Kyler Murray, obviously. Uh, running backs, James Connor, Eno, Benjamin, and Daryl Williams. But Connor's banged up, hurt his ankle against the Raiders. Not sure if he's going to be able to go. DeAndre Hopkins, but he's suspended. The great tight end, Zach Ertz. And the future Hall of Famer, A.J. Green at wide receiver. They also brought in Marquise Hollywood Brown from the Ravens. He had six catches for 68 yards against the Raiders. Offensive lineman DJ Humphreys and Rodney Hudson and the great safety Buddy Baker. And of course, they have J.J. Watt, who notched a sack against the Raiders. Who are their draft picks? They drafted tight end Trey McBride out of Colorado State and defensive end Cameron Thomas out of San Diego State. Ram connections on this team Van Jefferson's dad, Sean Jefferson, is their wide receivers coach. And Cliff Kingsbury, hey, he was at McVay's wedding. They're pretty tight. Rams favored by four at this point. Cardinals come in at one and one. Opened up with two games against AFC West teams. They were drubbed by the Chiefs and then had that crazy comeback against the Raiders to get to one and one. But remember, they were down by 16 to the Raiders and That would be a little alarming to me if I'm a Cardinal fan. Last week against the Raiders, they divided up running duties. James Conner was the guy early, seven rushes for 25 yards. Then he left with the ankle injury. And then after that, Benjamin and Williams both had eight carries. Williams, the more effective rusher, eight rushes for 59 yards and a TD. Kyler Murray also rushed for 28 yards and a TD. Zach Ertz, their leading receiver, eight catches for 75 yards. Look for the Cardinals to target him a lot against the Rams. Murray ended up with 31 for 49, 
with 277 yards, one TDM, one interception. Pretty productive day at the office. Injury-wise, well, the Cardinals have that injury to Connor that could be significant. The Rams are actually pretty dinged up. We all know this. They've lost three offensive linemen already. Two for the year. That would be Logan Bress and Tremaine Ankrum. Brian Allen should be back in a week or two. Van Jefferson has not played yet this year. The Rams have also lost Troy Hill. He goes on IR for at least four weeks. So that's a ding to their secondary. And it wouldn't be too concerning, but Kobe Durant is a little banged up as well. So the Rams are going to have to scramble to field an effective secondary against the Cardinals. I'm sure they'll get it done, though. So I'd say the Cardinals come in a little bit healthier, but DeAndre Hopkins, not injured, suspended, and James Conner possibly being out. Those are two guys, two big weapons for the Cardinals, two guys they have leaned on in games against the Rams. That frees up Jalen Ramsey, right? Jalen Ramsey would be locked up with Hopkins and has done a great job at shutting him down. I said that Hopkins has been a big part of the Cardinals' offense against the Rams. He's been a big part of their offensive game plan, but Ramsey has really done a great job of shutting him down. So this frees up Ramsey to participate in the defense in other ways from his star position, as they like to call it. So that's a big advantage for the Rams, Hopkins being out and potentially Connor as well. Another Cardinal wide receiver, Rondell Moore, also likely to miss this game. So we'll be back in a minute with my fearsome four keys to the game and my prediction. Support for Rams Up is brought to you by Manscaped, providing the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered, and you can tell just holding these guys in your hands. I have the lawnmower, their primary male grooming tool. I'm not going to get into the details of how I use it. That's not how I roll. But I will tell you, I was pleased to find out it actually works really well on the beard and mustache as well. And it's waterproof along with the weed whacker, which, by the way, is the best nose trimmer I've ever had. They're both waterproof. Take it into the shower. No more mess on your vanity, on your bathroom floor. Man, these products are awesome. So right now, get 20% off and free shipping with the code RAMSUP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code RAMSUP. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. So what are my fearsome four keys to this game? Well, Key number one, and I harp on this all the time, and and maybe it's because we have been going against a lot of running quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Marcus Mariota, Kyler Murray three times last year, and now week three at Arizona against Kyler Murray again. And I believe a key for this Rams defense is to make Murray a pocket passer. His vision is limited in the pocket, He relies on his legs to make plays. If he can extend plays, he can make big plays. It's not necessarily about putting Murray on the ground. It's having a disciplined pass rush. I know you've heard it here many times before. A disciplined pass rush that makes him stay in the pocket, get rid of the ball quickly, or perhaps make a mistake. To me, that's the clear key to this game. And you know what? I could leave it at that. I think that is going to be by far the most important thing 
as far as who's going to win this game. But maintaining the tradition here, I'm going to give you my first and four keys. That's the first one. The second one, keep that running game going. The Rams running game showed some life last week. Henderson and Akers, mostly Henderson. Ben Skaronic leading the way from that fullback position. More of a long-term thing. We need to keep on developing that run game. Make it a threat. Make it something other teams have to consider and defend against. Because right now I'm not sure they do. I, I almost feel like they want us to try to run. So get that running game going. Again, it doesn't have to be a great running game. But just maybe a little better than average would be nice. Here's some key number three. Okay, so Troy Hill is out. Kobe Durant day-to-day with a hamstring issue. I think another cornerback's going to have to step up. David Long, Robert Rochelle, maybe Darion Kendrick will be activated. Someone's going to have to step up and have a good game. Our secondary has an edge on this Cardinal passing attack. They're going to rely on Zach Ertz, the great tight end, Hollywood Brown, Greg Dorsch, who was on the Rams roster at one time, the 90-man roster in the practice squad, had four catches for 55 yards in a TD last week. But all said and done, Hopkins out, Troy Hill out, Kobe Durant questionable, and kind of an average wide receiving core for the Cardinals. Rams have an edge here, but someone, another cornerback, is going to have to step up and have a good game. And fearsome key number four, kind of stretching here. Like I said, that number one thing with Murray keeping him in the pocket is clear number one. But I'll add, after last week especially, just no big destructive plays. No catastrophic plays, please. That punt block. Things like that. We can't allow that to happen. The Rams are the better team. They should win this game. Not easily, but... There shouldn't be much doubt late in the game. Destructive plays like that, big splash plays by the Cardinals will really hurt our cause, obviously. So that would be my fearsome key number four. My prediction. You know, the Cardinals did not really play well last week. It took two or maybe even three miracles for them to pull out that win against the Raiders. Everybody sees that final score and that great comeback, and they think the Cardinals have arrived. Well, I don't know. I'm not convinced. I'm going to go with the Rams 27, the Cardinals 17. I don't see the Rams having too much trouble moving the ball in the Cardinals. I don't see them having too much trouble getting into the end zone a few times. The question is how much we can rein in Murray. So my thought is, That Rams run defense is going to be lights out. The secondary is going to step up. The Rams offense is going to put some points on the board. But Kyler Murray and the Cardinals will make just enough plays to keep it a little interesting into the second half. But I'll go with the Rams. 27 to 17, improving to 2 and and 1. And if action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, we're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-gay parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins 
when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Time for our week three straight up game picks. So what are the standings right now? Mike Florio leads the pack, 20 correct, 12 wrong. Pete Prisco, Lorenzo Reyes, and myself, all 19 and 13. And a reminder, if there's a tie, I give everybody credit for a win here. Just simplifies things. Pete Prisco was the only one to pick the Jags and the only one to pick the Patriots. So he picked up two games on everybody right there. Lorenzo, the only one to pick the Bucks. Other than that, we are all pretty much aligned with each other, and that's why it's so tight right now. Now, I'm finding week three really difficult to pick. The Steelers at the Browns, I'm going to roll with the Steelers. The Saints at the Panthers. Saints bounce back after that emotional loss to the Bucks. Texans, Bears, what do you do with this one? Bears are actually favored by two and a half. I'm going to roll with the Texans. I love Justin Fields, but I also like what the Texans are doing, playing tough defense. Bears have been real difficulty moving the ball through the air. I'll roll with the Texans on that one. That's a tough one, though. Chiefs at Colts. Man, the Colts. Bad time to play the Chiefs. You get out of the gate so slow, they're probably hoping to be 2-0 at this point. Still winless with a tie. Taking the Chiefs in that one. Bills at Dolphins. This could be a really exciting game. Well, it'll definitely be an exciting game. Now, the thing about the Dolphins, I know everybody's excited about them, and I am too. They're a very exciting team to watch. Uh, Tua and Tyreek Hill getting it going. 190 yards and two TDs, I think it was. And it's great to come back and win games like they did against the Ravens, but maybe don't get down by 21 points in the first place. That is as alarming to me as that comeback is exciting. And I'm taking the Bills to keep on rolling. Lions versus the Vikings. Now, this is one of the more interesting games to me. Vikings at home, you want to pick them right. Coming off a tough loss against the Eagles, Justin Jefferson came back to earth. Maybe Cooper Cup is still the best receiver in the league, Justin. And the Lions, they're a really exciting team. I don't know if you watch them, but they got some studs on defense. They got some weapons on offense. And I'm going to take the Lions in the upset here. Going out on a very weak limb. Third straight week I've picked the Lions. And I admit it, I'm still pulling for Jared Goff. I'd love to see him take the Lions to the playoffs. Ravens against the Patriots. And this is another game that really could go either way. Ravens are the better team. Patriots at home, you know, how well they're coached. But I think the Ravens bounce back for the win. Bengals at Jets, the 0-2 Bengals. Hmm. The Jets, another team that came back for a win. I'm going to roll the Bengals. They're not going 0-3. They're going to find a way to win. They need to wake up, though or it's going to be a really long season. Talk about a Super Bowl hangover. Definitely something lingering over there in Cincinnati. Raiders at the Titans. 
Oh, man, Titans got hammered by the Bills. The Bills are the best team in the league, though. And the Raiders gave up that big lead to the Cardinals. How devastated are they? And now they have to travel to Tennessee. I think the Titans get it done. This is another game that could go either way. Raiders are actually favored by two and a half, so I'm taking the underdog again here. Eagles at the Commanders. Eagles roll. This is one of the easier ones to pick. And Jags at Chargers, same thing. Jags are going to bring a fight, though. Chargers, I think, are still a top five team, despite the loss. Came down to one play against the Chiefs. They've had 10 days to rest. They're at home. Jags have to fly across the country. I'll take the Chargers. Rams at Cardinals. And again, a lot of people excited about the Cardinals. Uh, Rams taking them on in Arizona. But much like that Dolphin-Raven game, Cardinals are down by 16 to the Raiders. And I'm not thrilled with this Cardinals team. James Conner might not be able to go. Hurt his ankle in that game. It's not a long-term thing, but I'd be surprised if he plays against the Rams. Leaving Daryl Williams and Eno Benjamin as the running backs. We can both get it done. But James Conner has played well against the Rams. So that's significant if he can't play. But I'm going to take the Rams. You all knew that was coming, right? Falcons at the Seahawks. Another tough game to pick. Seahawks favored by one and a half. They just have that magic at home, right? I think they find a way to get to two and one. And my over-under pick of the year looks even better. Took the over on the Seahawks five and a half wins. They could be halfway there in a couple of weeks. Packers at Bucks. What do you do with this one? Both teams played well last week, but the Packers were playing the Bears. The Bucks were playing a very good Saints defense. The Bucks defense is still just giving up one touchdown. I originally had the Packers penciled in as the winner on this one, and then this Mike Evans suspension got me thinking. You know, the Bucks offense hasn't been that impressive, and who do they got? Who do they got right now besides Brady and Fournette? So I'm thinking I'm going to take the Packers. Over the Bucks, 49ers at Broncos. Broncos, the slight underdog at home. They have not been playing well. 49ers got it going against the Seahawks. How much do we take away from that? Another really tough game to pick. You know, I'm going to roll with the home team, the Broncos, and I may be picking with my heart here. I'd love to see the 49ers take a loss. And I'm going to roll with that. Not a big fan of Russell Wilson at this point. Uh, Jimmy G on the other side. Deja vu all over again. Yeah, like I said, I'll take the Broncos. Cowboys at the Giants on Monday night. The NFL lining up another game that would have been great in the 1970s. Not so much now. But the Giants are 2-0. Cowboys 1-1. This game's really important. If the Giants can win this game, you have to seriously start talking about them as a playoff contender. I wouldn't have said that a few weeks ago. No way. And I thought the Cowboys were done when Dak Prescott got hurt, despite the fact he's coming back. Suddenly, this is an important game. I don't know if it's going to be that fun to watch, but I'll take the Giants, the slight favorite, and the home team. I'll roll with them. So those are my straight-up game picks for Week 3. I'm going out on a limb on a couple of games, picking some underdogs. That could be a big payoff because I doubt the other guys are going to make those picks, but it could also really hurt me. 
we'll see how it goes. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website at ramsup.com. You'll find links to all of our episodes and a link to our YouTube channel. And you can also leave us a voicemail from our website. Don't forget to subscribe and give us that five-star rating. It's really appreciated. And remember, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there. Music courtesy of bensound.com and the YouTube royalty-free music audio library, Crimson Fly by Hama Hama.